Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of TMI's PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations, and joining me today is Faye Maria Kahijapena, a recent graduate of TMI of the class of 2015 and biomedical engineer with a passion for innovation. Faye Maria is a senior at Boston University and studying biomedical engineering. She has completed numerous internships both here in the United States and abroad. During the summer of 2016, she served as an intern in the Mexican Embassy in Japan. In 2017, she was an undergraduate research assistant at UT Health here in San Antonio for four months before studying engineering abroad at the Universidad Pontifica Comillas in Madrid, Spain. And she is currently working as an undergraduate research assistant at the Boston Medical Center. Since leaving TMI, she has continued living as a servant leader and most recently volunteered as the logistics chair for the American Cancer Society's Pulling for Hope fundraiser that brought in more than $90,000 for the Massachusetts chapter. Thank you so much for talking with me today, Faye Maria, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Wonderful. I am too. So you have been really busy since graduating TMI. You're studying biomedical engineering full-time, finishing up your bachelor's degree, and you've been able to balance that with your numerous internships and volunteer activities. Why don't you start by talking about your time at TMI and what activities you were involved in while you were here? Okay, so for TMI, I was there for all of high school, and, you know, like, I was involved with a lot. I did Model UN. I was on the robotics team. I was on the e-board for Spanish Club and Interact, and on top of that, I also played golf and tennis. In my first two years, I did the scoreboard and video for the basketball team. So you have always been busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do you think your experience at TMI, juggling everything that you did, prepared you for college? I mean, TMI did a really good job, you know, like the rigorous courses that I had, like really prepared me and gave me an advantage over other students because of the high standards that I was set to so early in my life. And, you know, I realized that when I got to college, there wasn't as big of a learning curve and, you know, like TMI had given me the skills I needed to be a self-starter. Did you end up having a pretty smooth freshman year then? Yeah, I mean, like, an example would be that I took AP Chem at TMI and, you know, like, one of the hardest courses that we have as a freshman in the BME program here at BU is chemistry. And, you know, like, it was something that a lot of my peers struggled with, but thankfully I had already been given all the skills that I needed to excel in this class. That's wonderful. So tell me about your decision to study biomedical engineering. How did you decide that that would be your path and what or who were your major influences so actually, my major influence was Dr. Waddington. He was my advisor, and I also had him for several courses. You know, in high school, I realized I was a very quantitative person. You know, I took a lot of physics and math classes, but at the same time, you know, like I really loved the idea of servant leadership, and I wanted a career that allowed for me to give back to my community. So I was thinking about going into college as a pre-med student, but thankfully, you know, Dr. Waddington took my best interest at heart and, like, gave me this suggestion. And after researching it more and pursuing it, I'm really grateful for his advice. That's fantastic. So 
A year after you started at Boston University, you had the opportunity to serve as an intern at the Mexican Embassy in Japan. Tell me a little bit about that experience, what you did and what you learned. So I was in Tokyo and there was a wide variety of things that I did. You know, some of them were very basic intern stuff, just helping out around the office. And then I also had the wonderful opportunity of going to events with the ambassador or going to talks on the embassy's behalf and writing up a lot of informational reports that were sent back to Mexico. And, you know, having this experience and being able to talk to such highly skilled and successful people, it really gave me a lot of confidence and taught me to communicate and being in Tokyo, it was like the greatest thing ever because it taught me the value of different perspectives and backgrounds and how everyone has something unique that they can bring to the table. Now, did you at any point see yourself doing international relations? Because this seems like an internship that would have set you up perfectly for that. Was that an interest or how did you find out about this internship and what got you there? So it was actually something recommended to me by a friend back in Mexico, and I wasn't very interested in the international relations aspect of it, but more in like the um, being exposed to different technologies. So like a lot of the stuff that I did was going to different talks over different emerging technologies, and I actually translated this um, plan that Japan has to encourage STEM education. So it was a lot that was really related to my engineering field. That's wonderful. So you've continued to be busy over your summers. For the last two years, you've been working as a research assistant, uh, first with UT Health San Antonio, and then currently you're still with the Boston Medical Center. Tell me a little bit how you got those experiences and what you've been studying and what you're doing there. Yeah, so, um, so UT Health San Antonio has a summer undergraduate research program, and that's how I ended up getting involved there. And My research was at a really cool lab that's like a core facility for the university. So people like not just from the university, but from like all over the U.S. send their samples to be processed there. So I got to play around with a lot of cool biotech and see how that machinery was used. And I also had my own mini project in which I like analyzed the expression of gap junction genes. And then Mm -hmm. for Boston University, they have a program that matches us with um researchers. So I ended up finding someone at the BMC in the neurology field, which is what I'm interested in. And my project for the summer, I was looking at cerebral microbleeds in stroke victims. And I'm actually really excited because my abstract is being published at this upcoming year's stroke conference where I will be presenting. Ah, Is that something you're able to share? Is it pre-published anywhere that we could include in the show notes for our listeners to view? No, the results actually won't be published until February. So, like, I can't really talk about them yet, but it's something that I'm really excited about. Well, so tell me about the neurology path. It sounds like you said that's where your big interest lies. How How did you discover that that was going to be the path within biomedical engineering that you were going to go down? Well, like, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm interested in. And It was something that, like, I wanted to see if, like, it could be something that I could pursue career-wise. And, you know, I'm very Mm -hmm. thankful for that experience because I got to see a lot in the field. And I'm actually going to be taking a a grad-level neuroengineering course this next semester. So it's still something that I'm, like, interested in and trying to learn more about. And did Boston University help you set up these internships? Or were they things that you had to go out and find on your own and get set up? So uh, the one at the embassy was something that I did on my own. And for the UT Health one, 
there's actually like BU has like a giant list of all the different like universities that have undergraduate research programs. And for the Boston Medical Center, since they are a BU affiliated, BU has like a undergraduate research program that helps match us with researchers. Okay. So along with juggling your intense academic load and all of this research that you're doing, you've also been able to fit volunteerism into your life and truly embody what it means to be a servant leader. So what? tell me about this, this recent fundraiser you did with the American Cancer Society. What got you interested in volunteering specifically with the local chapter of your American Cancer Society? So I'm always looking for more ways to be active and contribute to my local community. And this event was actually recommended to me by my best friend from TMI. His mother actually ended up moving here and working with the chapter. So I applied to be the logistics chair and I ended up getting the position. And it's such a cool fundraiser because JetBlue lets us borrow a plane, which we have Mm -hmm. teams that take turns pulling at the airport. And this was just barely in September. Is that correct? Yes. And so what did it involve to be the logistics chair? Was it working? Did you actually help coordinate to get the planes and work with JetBlue to do that part? Yeah, so we had like a contact for JetBlue and we also had to work with the airport through their passport office. And I did that. And on top of that, I also had to make sure that we had vendors and that we had like all the permissions needed and that everything was approved. And so are you continuing to be pretty active with the American Cancer Society or... Um, Are there other things that you're looking at? You said you try to be involved in the community. Do you reach out in other ways? Um, I'm really involved with the school and the stuff that we do to, like, bring in a student. So I'm um, a dean's host, and I like to think that that's kind of like a community involvement since I'm one of, like, the faces for the school, and I get to help out at, like, our visit days and stuff like that. So tell me what's next. What are you, You're going to graduate in May, correct? Yes. And so what are your plans after you graduate from Boston University? Um, I actually just accepted a position with Accenture. They're a consulting firm, and I'm particularly interested in this job because I get to work at the intersection of technology and business, and it's something that I've realized throughout my career that I really want to be involved with because I love problem solving and I love engineering but I also want to have a strong impact that's wonderful and so you'll start that right away it sounds like yes wonderful well tell me before we finish up I want to ask a little bit more about your time at TMI tell me what is your best TMI memory my best TMI memory wow I have so many I think it would be when I qualified for the world championship with my robotics team and I also qualified for the state tournament with my golf team and they ended up being the same weekend but it was such a good problem to have and I felt so accomplished because I was able to achieve these things with like both of my little families that I had made at TMI. Mm -hmm. Which one did you end up competing with? Um, I ended up going to the state tournament because um, like I, I like you know, like the robotics team is really big. And so they didn't like exactly need me there. And I didn't need to be there to like contribute. I still mm-hmm. did stuff from home and the golf team. Well, you need to be present, but it was so much mm-hmm. fun. That's fantastic. So tell me about what is the most important lesson that TMI taught you or prepared you for? 
Um, I think it's like what we've talked about already, like the entire aspect of servant leadership and making sure that you strive to lead, but you're also like conscious about giving back. And that's actually one of the reasons that I chose to go to BU because the engineering school here has a very similar mantra of being a societal engineer and, you know, making sure that while you strive for success, you're always looking for a way to, you know, give back and help out and have a lasting impact. That's such a great thing to do. And you're truly living the TMI mission by continuing to do that. Thank you. I I have one more question for you. What advice do you have for our graduating seniors this year? Um, For senior year, I would say, you know, focus on actually enjoying your last year. I remember that it's really easy to get caught up in the college application process and looking towards the future. So I would just say, you know, take a deep breath and make sure that you try to appreciate, like, not just the beautiful campus that you're very lucky to go to school at, and, but also the professors and peers that you have because they are your family. And, you know, like, I still talk to them now, and there's some, there are people that will be with you for the rest of your life. That is great advice. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the community before we wrap up? Um, thank you. I, I think we've covered it all. <laughs> well, this has really been a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.